Today we're going to talk a little different about a different relationship, and that's our relationship with Hashem just for uh, today, because I feel extremely appropriate to put down the basics of Yom Kippur, which is a tremendous, tremendous day. There's so much to gain. We don't get a day like this the entire year where we could just wipe away all our sins in 24 hours, and it's it's just too too important to let go. So relationship with Hashem is to, is today's topic. Um, what what I'm going to do today is explain two basic basic ideas which are really simple they're really practical and they they just have to be spoken about in order to understand have a clear head going into Yom Kippur Uh, just to explain a little bit before I start a lot of us I, I don't know who's listening to this podcast I have no idea but a lot of us, there are a lot of people, let's say in general, that have heard many classes, many shooting, many different things being said about Yom Kippur. And sometimes, not always, sometimes it gets overwhelming, gets confusing. And then over the years, we have different concepts and we're not sure. Then we get, we're not sure what we're supposed to think and feel. When you're not sure what you're supposed to be thinking or feeling, it's not good. You, you, should, you should be natural and feeling natural. And not forcing a feeling or forcing a thought. So... That's number one. Number two, there are people that hear contradictory things. And you can't... It's very damaging to walk into a... a, Especially Yom Kippur or a holiday where you have contradictory feelings. Happy or sad? Happy or sad? Someone told me this idea, but it didn't go in. So if you're not sure, you get confused with contradictions, that's really not good. And then, in general, there are people that know... Anybody listening to this is trying to grow. As, and, and I give everybody credit that listens and reads the email that, you, that means you want to grow so anyone that wants to grow knows about Yom Kippur but there are people that don't know much and they would like to know more so we'll try to accommodate all different types of people so with that introduction there are two major things that I want to talk about uh, number one number one what is the most important thing we need to know about Yom Kippur and that is by every holiday and everything that comes up in uh, as uh, in Judaism, the first thing to do is look to the Torah and see what the Torah says. A lot of fancy stuff, a lot of deep comment co- commentaries, a lot of deep things, a lot of Kabbalah. That's good if you're building on the base basics. But if you don't have the basics, then that's where the confusion kicks in. If you have the basics of what the Torah says explicitly, clearly, and you know what it means, then everything is beautiful and fits in. Like a glove. So, number one, the Torah says, It's a day to inflict, afflict yourselves. To make yourselves very uncomfortable on this day. That is what we would call the mitzvah of the day, the job of the day. The the task of the day is to be very uncomfortable. And we all know, we, we there are five things, but we call it, we focus on the eating we call it fasting. So the fast is the main thing. The uncomfortableness is what's going to give us our kapara. That's what's going to give us the maximum of what need of what we need to get out of the day, which is that our sins should be wiped away. Of course, like I said, there are many things. There are teshuvah and things to build on, which which either you could hear from other people or you can, or I'm sure you've heard already. But as a base, the fasting, the hunger pains. The, the the shoes, all that. When you feel those pains and uncomfortable, oh my feet, I can't stand. That's good. That's a good thing. That is good. That's where you're. That's gonna give you the the kapara. Now, just to explain that a little bit, because it gets confusing, because we like to equate physical pleasure with happiness. Uh, we'll say people will ask a question. 
Uh, it's a happy. Who, why are the rabbis telling me it's a happy day? It's not. It's a sad day. I don't look forward to this day. I don't want this day. I can't wait for it to end. It's a sad day. Not to be negative or cynical. But we're all in the same boat. But we equate happiness with physical. We equate happiness with physical, which means when we get physical needs met, we we buy something new, we ate something good that makes us happy. That is extremely untrue. That's not true. That is not happy. That is satiated, which we need to survive. And Hashem commands us to do that. We need that to survive. But that's not what makes us happy. There are many people that are eating and drinking and and doing all kinds of things that they can do to make to try to make themselves feel good, but they're not happy. So that's not what makes happy. So not eating is doesn't necessarily make it that we're unhappy. So we have to really think a little bit about that. The happiness does come from, which is a whole nother speech in itself, the happiness does come from an inner happiness, from feeling good about ourselves, about feeling confident and 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 happy in, in our lot, what Hashem gave us, and spiritually, and all the all the, the, the inner stuff that make us happy, that is really where the true happiness is gonna come, not from the food. So it's not a sad day, it's a happy day, because we're gonna totally get closer to Hashem and remove our Avedot. That's that's a good thing and that's when we're spiritually connected we feel a certain happiness. So that's that's number one. Follow what the Torah says. Fast. It's a good thing. It's it's going to give us our kapara. It's going to help us connect to Hashem spiritually and that's what really brings true happiness. That's number one. Number two, number two if you want to know what the day is about more Follow what the rabbis put in the Siddur because the rabbis put it down for a reason. In order for us to know what to do and to maximize in our day, in the day, they put it down in the Siddur, the words that we need to gain, to to open the, the heavens or to get Hashem to give us kapara. But also we, we should understand from those words what the day is about. They knew more than anyone, the rabbis knew more than anyone what what this day is about and how do we get the maximum out of this day and it's all in the Siddur if you have Hebrew, English or not if you have I like to say get a Hebrew, English if you don't know what the Hebrew means if you know what the Hebrew means good at least for the Amidah you should be knowing what you are saying if you want to have inspirational words and, and, and this 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 juice and this jolt but you have no idea what you're reading it's really not not the uh, the best thing Gain the real way, the natural way, which is read the words, see what what you're saying. Uh, remember us for life. Hashem, please let me live this year. Now, we don't like to talk about life and death, but when you read the tefillah, please, Hashem, let me live and not not die. Uh, that's that's just one little uh, one little thing that we say in every amidah. So, with the, these two things. Follow in general what the Torah says. Base your, uh, ground yourself. Torah says fast. That's the way to get maximum results from Yom Kippur. Is the fast. Um, number two, following the 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 tefillah, understanding it, and zeroing in on these two things, and trying not to focus so much on outside things and psyching ourselves up and convincing ourselves that we're something that we're not. Grounding, and then we could build ourselves up. And with that, I think we could all have uh, maximize on Yom Kippur, and with Hashem's help, we help. We should all have a a wonderful, wonderful year of beracha.